0: Welcome to Quantum Revenue Expansion, where we share time-tested strategies to turn your annual revenue into your monthly revenue. Ready to up-level your business and your life? Then you will love listening in on the lively conversations Ursula has with her clients and guests as they share exactly what they did to grow and scale their business exponentially. Plus, you will discover how to experience more freedom, joy, and peace in your business and your life right now. If turning your annual income into your monthly income is your next step, then join us at the next 2X Intensive. Go to UrsulaInc.co slash apply. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to Quantum Revenue Expansion, the podcast where we talk about turning your annual revenue into your monthly revenue. I'm super excited to be here with you today. And this podcast, I've been wanting to do this show for a while because today it's a solo show. It's just me, and we're going to talk about the cost of staying small, not the cost of playing small. The cost of staying small. There's something about playing small that never really sat right with me. So I like this idea of of staying small. And what I mean by that is, how much is it costing you to keep your business at a certain size for you to play? You know be visible at a, excuse me, a certain level versus really um, being super visible in the world. Like all of those pieces, like what is it really costing you? And this has come up in a lot of conversations lately with um, new clients, existing clients, as they look at 2Xing their revenue and shaving 10 or more hours off their work week. It's like, it's like we keep coming back to, well, you know, I'm not sure if I'm ready to hire I'm not sure. I'm not even sure what I don't know. I just know I can't grow right now, and just a lot of confusion. So my goal today is to dispel a lot of the confusion about playing small and staying small, and what it what it really does to you and your business. Couple of things before we dive in, though. If you haven't yet, definitely go to our homepage, UrsulaInc.co, and on the homepage you'll find Quantum Revenue Expansion. Uh, the masterclass, which pairs really well with uh, this, uh, the podcast. So if you haven't gotten the masterclass yet, you definitely want to download that. So you have it. And, you know, it's um, once you've done the masterclass, we really want to invite you to hang out with us at the 2X Intensive. And the 2X Intensive is our signature course that really does help you take a deep dive into your business to look at the five functions in your business from sales, marketing, operations, fulfillment, team, leadership, finance. Some of those are grouped together to make five. I know it sounds like more than five, but to really take a deep dive into your business and understand where where you're getting stopped. So if this conversation that we're going to have today is really speaking to you, I'm going to invite you to take a next step and go to UrsulaInc.co forward slash apply. And you'll see that there's, you fill out a little application. It's free. You send it to us, and we'll set up a conversation with someone on our team to talk to you about how how we can really support you on your growth. and And if we're not a fit, we can refer you to a lot of people that might be a better fit, or we have other resources that could as, could assist you as well. So if you fill the poll, definitely definitely send in your application. We'd love to we'd love to chat with you. All right. On that note, so again today we're talking about the cost of staying small. What it's really costing you, and. One of the conversations that we have with new clients is is often about taking a next step in their business, making a next investment, whether it's in a team member, whether it's in you know coaching, getting coaching or consulting or hiring that marketing team that you really want to hire, but you're like, oh, it's like it's going to cost me X amount and and we get it like we get it. And what what's underneath that often, is hundreds of thousands of dollars in opportunity potentially lost. And and I get it, like taking a risk in business can feel super scary at times. As CEOs, we often feel so alone in this journey, right? Like we don't, maybe we don't have someone we can really talk to about taking this risk. Maybe we aren't sure, you know, what's on the other side of it for us. Like there could be a multitude of reasons why we don't take that you know, why we don't take that leap. And so, and so we stay small and it can seem like there's a lot of benefits to staying small, right? The benefits might feel like, um, or the illusion is that in some ways it's easier in some ways, maybe I don't have to manage people because I don't want to. And I think I'm not good at that. It can feel like, um, it's not going to take more of my time. Like if I grow it, it's going to take a lot of more, more of my time. So there's, there's this illusion of all of these benefits of keeping the business small. And I use the word illusion because that's, that's what it is. It's an illusion. It's not real. It's just the story that your mind keeps telling your, or your ego, which is trying to help you out. Your ego is telling you to keep you safe. And so that's, um, that's what I want you to, to really lean into today is, is what, what is it really costing me to keep the business at a certain level? And a lot of the clients that show up in our world have grown their business to multiple six figures or you know low six figures, 100,000, 250,000, which on its own is already a great feat. And often we find that people grow to that level by themselves. However, I will say we have we have clients who have grown their businesses to a half a million or 750,000 even by themselves without anybody else. And so you can imagine how much they're working, how hard they're working, but the, there's almost no way they can make it over the seven figure mark at that level by themselves. Like they will burn out health wise, financially, they, they can't they can't make that next leap because they don't have support, right? And you're thinking, but it's gonna cost more to grow. No, when you hire people, right? When you hire someone, there's a compound effect in the business. In fact, this is something that Rebecca Hall, our master coach does with our clients to show them the compound effect of actually hiring. And often you get a two times return on that investment of hiring someone or bringing in a marketing company. Hopefully it's more than two times the return on that investment, right? And so, so there's this, there's this return that most people aren't even aware of, right? Like they're, so they're stuck. So, so we see it at every, we see it at at so many levels. And, and even right now in this moment, right? There's probably somewhere you're holding yourself back. There's somewhere I'm holding myself back. We always are, and typically I can't see that, so I I work with my coaches to see what my blind spots are and to see like where am I keeping myself small? Where where are we keeping the business small? Where am I refusing or where am I in resistance to growing? And and it it comes up all the time. So again, like as I share this, you know I experience this on the regular. We are my myself, our team, like we're constantly in this question of. You know, how are we staying small and what is it costing us? And the other piece that really pulls at me personally, especially for women business owners, guys, this isn't you as much, but only 3% of women business owners make it over the seven figure mark. And I believe it's a big part of what we're going to talk about today. So again, we know the benefits, the benefits of staying small, we think are the illusion of safety the illusion of not working all the time, the illusion of it's maybe easier, like lots of illusions, right? So let's look at, you know, like really how we stay small, how we keep the business small and what that is potentially costing you. And what I want you to pay attention to is, is this like does this poke at you? Like if it's the one that annoys you the most, or if you kind of like kick back at me a little bit, (laughs) that's probably the one that is asking for you to give it some attention. Right. I always notice that, you know, when, when something annoys me, it's probably like, okay, it's probably the thing I need some support on. All right. So if you haven't yet take out a pen and paper, because I'm going to invite you to take some notes and, and really look at this for yourself, because It's not a coincidence you're listening to this right now. I don't believe in coincidence. I believe you've shown up for a reason. I believe that, you know, there's, you are playing small right now, somewhere in your business, because we all are. I don't care what level you're at. You are still playing small and staying small at some level in your business. And this is your opportunity to just notice that, to notice it. All right. The, the, The way to frame this. So it's most useful is to think about your your so to speak your stretch goal we call it a quantum revenue goal what's your big goal for 2023 what's your big goal for this year right not the one that you would settle for not the one that's like oh it'd be great if i did this not that one but like your the goal that you really want that stretch goal that's like really pulling at your your heart strings, right? This is your heart's desire. This is what you really want. So I want you to think about that, that stretch goal right now. Okay. And how long have you been thinking about that? How long have you wished you could have that goal? Why is that goal important to you? Right? Like, like really think about that for a moment. And I like to say, swim around in it for a moment, right? Swim around in it for a moment. And the question to ask yourself is, what will be different in your business and in your life when you achieve or exceed this revenue goal? What will be different? What will be better, right, in your business and your personal life? Because there's a reason that you want to do this. Like It just didn't just drop into your brain. Like There's a reason you want this. There's something on the other side of that that you believe is there, right? And it could be not working all the time. It could be having more freedom, a feeling of freedom, a sense of freedom. It could be having enough money to buy or do whatever you want to do for yourself or your family. It could be working with a different tier of clients or customers. It could be offering different pro, uh, programs or packages or something like this wider or bigger or grander than what you're offering right now. Or in sometimes, sometimes too, it's it's about pulling back on certain things, like not doing certain things anymore or not working with certain clients. It's really, it really might be shrinking what you've been doing have a greater impact there's something on the other side of that and there's this pull because you know you know that 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 at some level it's possible for you and that the other side of this is waiting like there's there's gifts on the other side of this as painful as it might feel there are gifts on the other side of this okay so The first way we stay small, and this one's super obvious, but it comes up in all of our conversations with new clients and existing clients, and I'm in this conversation all the time, and that is by not hiring, by not expanding our team. And let me also preface this by saying, I'm not talking about necessarily hiring W-2 employees. A lot of people think about hiring. They're like, oh, I can't afford W-2 employees. I can pay the taxes. I got to do all this stuff. For some people and some businesses, that makes a lot of sense. For a lot of our clients, that doesn't make a lot of sense, especially given like kind of the world we live in today. There are so many virtual assistants available that are amazing. There are so many part-time people that are looking for part-time work. A lot of stay-at-home moms are looking for stay-at-home dads are looking for part-time opportunities between the hours and say 10 and two so that they can drop their kids off and pick them up. There's so many people out there that would love to be part of your company and your team and not necessarily a full-time basis. When we know this, right? When we know this, we know we need to hire. Why don't we, right? I can think of two clients who have gotten to almost 700,000 without having team members. I mean, this is 700,000 annual revenue doing it all themselves. Like I personally, I I could never do that. Like I would just, that's just not in me. <laughs> uh, it's too many hats. Like I have a little bit of ADD. I couldn't pull all those details together and hold the company together by myself. So that I know I could never do that, but I also wouldn't want to anymore now that I know, right now that I know how powerful it is to have a great team. So as I think about them though, right? My concern is that some of you are listening like you're on that path. Like Maybe you've made it to your first six figures. Maybe you've made it to a quarter of a million. Maybe you've made it to a half million and you're still doing all the things on your own. I just want to say to you, there's a cost. There is, there is such a cost to the business because it can't grow or it's going to be tough to grow. There's a cost to your mental health. There's a cost to your energetic body, right? How you feel. There's a cost to your physical body. There's a cost to your family. There's a cost to your friends. Like it's so expensive to not hire. Not only because of the cost to you personally, because that can equate to more doctor's visits, like just, you know, health stuff that comes up down the line, mental health stuff, like the cost of that. There is a, you know, a real physical dollars cost to that. Then there's an emotional toll. There's so much. And then there's the cost of just not being able to grow the business as fast as you might want to. So it's literally costing you tens of thousands or hundreds of thousands of dollars to stay where you are. Do you follow me? Like it's this, it's almost like a boulder just rolling down a hill, picking up more boulders. And it becomes this huge avalanche of how much it's costing you and i i say this because with so much love and compassion because i've been there i've lived it i still live it right i still have a business there's people i can hire right now that i probably need to hire right as the company continues to grow <clears throat> and sometimes there's resistance right or sometimes it's like Maybe I'm just not, like, I'm not in the right space to to even think about that, right? So you got to get in the right space to think about who am I hiring and what kind of support do I need? One of my favorite resources and books, and this came out of the pandemic, is 2020, I found this book and I've been sharing it ever since, is Who Not How by Dan Sullivan. If you've hung out with me, you've heard me talk about this, shout out to Dan Sullivan. I don't even, I don't know him. I want to have him on the podcast someday. I've read his books. He's amazing. Who Not How is amazing. I don't want to give a lot away. All the, the, the title gives a lot away. Uh, definitely read the book. He His point, <clears throat> and of course, there's so many layers to this, and, and I'm not doing it justice, but his point is, as business owners, right? When we have a big goal, our first question is, how am I going to get there? Not who's going to get me there. And this is where you start to flip everything on its head because when you set that quantum goal, when you set that big goal, excuse me, the moment you set that goal, the way to get there starts to unfold the way to get there starts to show up around you, the next step or steps show up in front of you. And then it's like, Am I willing to take that next step? Am I willing to go there? Right. And this is where we stop because most of the time that next step could be higher. It could, it's going to cost us in some way. It's going to cost our time. It's going to cost us financially, right? There's a cost to it. And so we stop. And when it comes to hiring, this is, this is a big one, right? And there, you know, there have been times when we've worked with clients for months and months and months and months, and they're company, like they're just, you know, multi-six-figure companies doing it themselves, and just so stuck and afraid. And I get it about hiring. They, they're afraid of, you know, that person not working out. They're afraid of, you know, hiring someone. Then they're tra- the person's trying to do it, and they're not doing a great job. So then they have to redo whatever they're doing. Right? There's this fear of like it's just going to. going to take me more time. Uh, There's the belief that there's not enough good people out there right now. No one's available. All of these things. And what I want to say is that that's an illusion. That's a total illusion. One of my coaches so brilliantly said to me and challenged me when I was moving from the world of virtual assistants to more full-time team members. She said, you know, Ursula, there is someone out there that would love to work for your company. And for them, this opportunity is a dream job. And she wasn't wrong. In fact, she was very right. And that has stuck with me at a deep level, continues to stick with me as we look at You know, growing the business and adding more people and adding more companies that we're collaborating with is that, and this is for you as you're listening. This for someone working with you and your company is their dream job, It's, it's like the answer to their prayers. And so, if hiring is a place that's keeping you small, I want to encourage you to take a step or a couple steps there this week and just start to notice, right? Just start to notice who's available, what's available. Now, of course, like anything else, you have to take some steps, right? You got to write a job description. You got to write a role description and do it do a good one. Don't just like, you know, try a little bit. <clears throat> Create a really strong job description that like is exciting that feels really good. And that was another thing one of my coaches was really encouraging me to do is to create a job description that when someone read it, they were like, oh, that's me. That is so me. And so when you do that and you really connect with that, the right person is out there. They're going to show up and who knows how they'll show up. That's not your business. Like you might, someone might refer someone, you put it on social media, you can put it on job sites. Like indeed, don't be attached to where they're going to come from. Just trust that when you create that dream job description, there's someone out there that it's a perfect fit for, like lean into that, okay? So again, we started with, we stay small by not hiring. And this is your opportunity to make a decision to to hire, to bring that person in that, that can help you grow your company, right? From there, we continue to, keep this the company small by not taking the next step that's revealed to us. Again, the first step was getting clear on your revenue goal for this year. Like here's the number that like no matter what, this is what I want to reach, this is it, right? Then, like I said before, the next steps are revealed. whether it's hiring somebody, whether it's like wh- whoever it is, it's usually a who, you know, hiring a coach, going to some training, Maybe hiring a marketing company uh, could be, you know, any of those things. Like the next step is revealed. Even now, like if you've set a big goal for 2023, you've had, you've had ideas drop in. Like you've got the next steps have dropped in. They've shown up, but you haven't taken them yet, right? Let's like kind of like you know, I know I need to do this. And as I say this again, like I've been there. I do this. This is the process I go through constantly. I know that there's a next step in front of me. The question is. Why am I resisting it, right? Or what's, what's stopping me from, from taking that next step? What's keeping me in resistance? And this is a skill that I highly recommend every business owner hone because when you can start to notice this, when you can start to pay attention to, I've created the big goal, here's the next step that's showing up, here's where I'm stopping or here's where I'm in resistance. There's a big, that's a big tell, right? That tells you, okay, I know I need to do this. I know it's uncomfortable. I know I'm afraid. I know I don't know how it's going to work out, but I'm willing to do it anyway. In my own company, like one area where this has shown up so many times is in marketing, right? And the mark, like marketing has changed. It changes all the time. Like for me personally, I've, I've had to learn so much about marketing and now we have clients who come to us. And one client told me recently, she's like, the reason I hired you is because you're so good at marketing. And I thought I'm good at marketing. Like, I feel like I've spent my whole career learning how to market, but what she was right about is I've invested now hundreds of thousands of dollars in learning how to market and hiring, you know, marketing companies to help me and hiring branding companies and hiring, like just, you know, when I really did a, um, when I really looked at it, and did an inventory of all the work I've done in marketing, she was, she was right. And we help a lot of companies, a lot of our clients grow in the area of marketing. It's not what we lead with, right? It's not what we talk about, but we have a lot of knowledge about marketing and how to grow companies from very traditional marketing to now online marketing. And I can tell you that for me, I'll, even today, a lot of the, my time is spent, you know, as CEO, it's it's in marketing, like watching where the company's going, leading the marketing, leading the branding, leading all of those pieces. And it's also the place where I've been the most uncomfortable. It's not sales. Like sales is my background. I know how to sell. We used to teach. I used to teach selling. That was a big part of my company. We, we had sales coach now. Selling is not my, I know how to sell. I know that part. Marketing though has been like the, the thing that has really challenged me. And I don't think I'm alone in that. I think for a lot of business owners, marketing is the thing, Right. Because it's not just marketing, it's not just one thing. It's like, you got to be doing all the stuff, all the different things. And yet not all of them work for companies. So we, with our clients, we always invite our clients to have three key ways that they're marketing consistently, consistently being the keyword consistently. Right. And in the beginning of my company, networking was one of the ways I marketed. Um, I started to speak on stages. That was one of the ways I marketed. I started to send out newsletters, which we call e-zines or, you know, now it's just like digital marketing, right? We email people. And then eventually, of course, I'm just doing the podcast. And I'll tell you, I'll tell you every single one of those scared me now hiring agencies. Like now we work with marketing agencies and that also was really scary, right? Because it's a big investment. It's a really big investment. Every one of those though, needed me to invest, emotionally and they required me to invest financially. And it was every one of them scared me at some point, right? Like, and I didn't want to do it. Every single one of them. I didn't think I'd have a podcast. I didn't really want to have a podcast. You know why? I didn't want the commitment. Well, let's, I figured out how to do it in a way that doesn't feel like it's a big commitment all the time, right? We've got it nailed down. Speaking on stages. I have glossophobia. I didn't want to speak on stages. I didn't want to do that at all. I didn't want to learn to sell from stage that scared the pants off me. I didn't feel like I had a choice. I felt like it was the next thing. I knew I could do it. I challenged myself to do it and actually got pretty good at it. And for a while, that was all I did. I spoke from tons of stages. You know, I'm saying this out loud networking, even networking. I, in the beginning, that was terrible. I was a terrible networker. <laughs> I, in the beginning, hoped people wouldn't talk to me, right? Like it was, it's like, what am I going to say? You're not. And then the funny thing about networking, Believe me, I've been in a lot of networking groups, networking communities, and you go to them. And the first thing people tell you when you get there is, You're not supposed to sell. Like you're at a networking meeting, but don't sell anything. I never got that. I still don't get that. Where else are we there? Of course, we're there to sell. Maybe not, I'm not selling to you directly in that moment, but I'm here to sell. I guarantee you, like, I'm in business. I have to sell some stuff. (laughs) PSA. So again, marketing can be uncomfortable. For some of you, it's very natural. Like I see some people in my industry, like in the coaching space and they're so good at marketing, but maybe they would tell me that it wasn't always easy for them or, you know, they had to invest a lot or they had to learn a lot too. But for you, if that's, if that's one of the things marketing, if that's a place where you're, if you're staying small there, it's costing you, it is costing you. And I get it. Like investing, we're investing more than we've ever invested in marketing. And I'm sure that's going to continue to grow. And I'm sure someday I'll look back and think that was nothing compared to what I'm spending now. I feel you. It is a faith journey, right? It's like, okay, if I put X amount of dollars in, I need X amount of dollars to come back. And this is where, especially with marketing, like if you're hiring agencies, if you're hiring companies to help you do your homework, do your research, right? Find those companies that have, that can show you exactly how they get from a To Z and how they're going to convert clients for you. That is the question. So that I always ask, like, what is my return on investment, and when is that going to happen? Because I've had companies that have had no return on investment that I've worked with. So you get good at asking those questions. But ask yourself now, right? In marketing, where are we playing small? A couple more, a couple more before we wrap up. Another place we play small is just overall not investing in our business, not or reinvesting or not putting the money back in. And long-term that can, that can really hurt your company. So for example, if you need to update your website, update your website. If you need to, um, we talked about hiring, right? Marketing. If you need new marketing literature, if you need new promotional products, if you need one to send gifts to your clients, like all of those things cost money. If you need to invest in you, you need training, you need coaching, your team needs training, your team needs coaching. Like we stop ourselves because we have this belief that, Maybe there's not more money coming. And I get it, like again, this is we're not talking about the faith journey that business is today, but business truly is, you know, like you're stepping out on faith. You don't know how it's gonna happen. What I'll tell you though is when you set that stretch goal like we did at the beginning, and you just keep taking the next step that's in front of you, it will happen. It will show up for you. It will. But it means you're going to have to do the things that aren't comfortable. It means you're going to have to do the things that are outside of the comfort zone, those things that you've been putting off, those things that you've been resisting doing, right? You know what those are. And I just want to, I want to encourage you, um, I want to encourage you to do those things because that on the other side of that is where the money will start to come in. Speaking of money, another thing we do when we're playing, or excuse me, when when we're staying small is not paying ourselves, not paying ourselves regularly. And not paying ourselves is like saying, I don't believe any more money is coming, so I'm not going to pay myself. Well, then why are you doing this? Like if I wasn't paying myself, I wouldn't do this because then I I not only do I have a job that I maybe don't like, now I have a job where I don't get paid. (laughs) No, that's not okay. Not okay. So pay yourself. Pay yourself with the belief in your heart of hearts because you're doing the marketing, because you're doing all the things you know you're supposed to do, because you're still out there with the belief that more money is coming. Okay. Another way we stay small and keep the company small is by not having a plan for our money. So money loves a plan. I learned this years ago. And what I mean is when you set up your projections, right? You project out, this is X amount of money I'm going to do this year. Here's where I'm going to spend the money. Money wants to know. Money wants to know where you want it to go in your business. And then When you pay yourself, money also wants to know where, where are you going to spend that money, right? Money loves to know (laughs) where it's going. When you tell money where to go, money shows up for you. This is one of the secrets that I feel like no one talks about. The better I am with my money, the better steward I am with my money, the more shows up. And And not just through my business, the more it shows up from everywhere. And so not having a plan for your money keeps your company small. So if you don't have a plan yet, create a plan, create a plan, like projections, like projections in your business, projecting out exactly where your money's going to go, how much money's coming in, how much money's going out based on your quantum revenue goal. That's where you start. That's telling money where to go. Then how much am I going to pay myself? And where's that money going to go? Is Am I investing? Am I you know, buying real estate with it? Am I giving it to my favorite charity, right? Is my child going to a new school? Where do you want that money to go? When you tell money where to go, it shows up for you. I want to make sure you hear that. When I, when you tell money where to go, it shows up for you. And then finally, the last thing I want to talk about is, is how we keep the business small is by staying invisible, and i'm really good at this so if you feel this raise your hand like is it easier to stay invisible yes <laughs> well i'm not an introvert i'm an ambivert so i can be extroverted when needed um but i also know how to be a really good introvert when needed like sometimes i just need to clam up and go within and some people would say well that means you're an introvert i don't think so like i really do think ambivert is a thing it's in the middle and i am that and because of that Being invisible is really easy. And I know I'm not the only person in business who feels this way because we talk to our clients all the time. I talk to colleagues, and there's kind of this epidemic of invisibility, mostly because we live in a time of true like cancel culture. Like people are afraid to say anything right now. I get it. I also get that it doesn't feel good to have people write nasty comments about your face or how you look or whatever, your teeth. I mean, I say those things because people say nasty things to me. And I've gotten to a point where, I mean, this might sound callous, but I do laugh. I do laugh because I like myself enough to not care. I don't care. My purpose is bigger than what people think of me. My purpose is bigger than whatever you could make fun of. And by the way, people made fun of me when I was in elementary school, high school. My husband asked, or my husband, my son, my husband had, we've talked about this too. My son asked me a lot though. He's like, what was it like in elementary school? Moses was it like, you know, and it wasn't great. It wasn't great at all. And a lot of people made fun of me for a bunch of things. And, um, I didn't have, you know, I didn't come from a lot of money. I didn't have nice clothes. I didn't have nice hair. I didn't have, um, a lot of things. I probably smelled like smoke. I lived in a house that was full of smoke. So I'm not saying this to feel sorry for me. I'm saying, cause some of you can relate, right? I was actually a good student. People made fun of me about that too. Like you couldn't win. What that gave me, though, was a backbone to be like, who cares? And this is for you because you're still listening and you're still hanging out with me. What if you just said, who cares what people think? What if your purpose is bigger than what people ever could think of you positively, negatively? What if your desire to help your clients and customers with your products and services is just bigger any of that because when you make your purpose your vision your mission bigger than your fear you become unstoppable so my last invitation is to become visible become as visible as you can because you have a job to do I know that people who hang out with us here and take the time to listen to the show like you are spiritual you are motivated, you're committed, you're inspired. You're here to make a difference in the world and being invisible does no one a favor, right? Does no favors for anyone being visible, being perfectly imperfectly you and being visible so that those who need you or those who need your product or service can find you is what people need more than anything in the world right now. And so, you know, as we close, I just want to say to you that the cost of staying small is too high. It's too high for you personally. It's too high for you professionally. And it's too much to keep playing small for those people who are trying to find you who desperately need you in this weird time in the world that we're in. And so just so much love to all of you and so much encouragement. And I, I want you to know that If you're looking for a community or people who get you, we'd love to have you come and hang out. So again, go to UrsulaInc.co forward slash apply. If you feel the pull and if you want some support and come and hang out with us at the 2X Intensive, because you are a listener of the podcast, you do receive a very special, a very special package for coming to the 2X Intensive because you hang out here. I'd love to tell you about it. So if you're interested, fill out the application and write in this place where you hear about it, say the podcast make a note there and um, or let me know when we talk to you and we'll make sure that you that you receive that special package. All right, everybody, that's it. I wish for you and intend for you that this will be your most epic year yet. Love you all. Let us know how we can support you. Thank you for joining us today. And if you are ready, To make your next quantum leap, let's do it. Ursula invites you to join us at the 2X Intensive. Go to salescoachnow.com slash apply. Don't forget to leave us a review on your favorite podcast app.